This episode of I Work For Him is brought to you by SaferNet. Online, SaferNet.com. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the voice of collaboration for the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Well, we're going to find out right now. You know, it's common practice to spend almost a year preparing for a one-week-long short-term mission trip. We spend time preparing to raise money, pack the right clothing, learn the culture, and be prepared for our ministry work while we're there, wherever there is. It's amazing that we spend all that time to prepare for one week of our year. Yet for the other 51 weeks of the year, we spend little or no time preparing our hearts for our workplace mission field. Today, we are announcing that iWorkFrame is going on a marketplace mission trip the first week in November. We invite you to join us on this trip. This week on iWorkFrame, we're going to talk about preparing our heart, mind, soul, and strength for going on a marketplace mission trip to your own workplace, your ministry place, your mission field. Mike Henry is with us today from followerof1.org, followerof1.org, and he's going to explain how we prepare our hearts for going to work. Mike Henry, thanks for being back, and I work for him. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. Mike, why a marketplace missions trip? What's the backstory behind Follower of One? Well, I, I never could figure out why driving to work wasn't a mission trip. I, why, was, why is it going to somewhere else a mission trip, but going to the places where I go, not a mission trip? Why did I have to go someplace different? And uh, it came out of a conversation with a pastor years ago where they were trying to talk me into going on an overseas mission trip, and I couldn't get away from work. And I said, but I drive 30 miles a day to work. How is that not a mission trip? What and the say? story just kind of stuck. It stuck. It stuck there for a while, didn't it, Mike? <laughs> it did. So, yeah, it took us 12 or 13 years to actually turn it into something. But I love the way that you wrestled with that question. I mean, I just, I love your heart and you just have such a passion for com communicating this process to other people. But you, we know firsthand that you wrestled it with it in your own life. So did you like test that out? Did you say, okay, I'm going to go on my own little mission trip to work or what happened next? Well, I actually was just kind of complaining about this to a friend maybe a dozen years after that conversation. And the young friend said, why don't you do a virtual mission trip? And my mind started working. It like kicked into gear. What would it take to actually challenge us to go to our workplaces and do this instead of just me whining about it? And that's where we, we started out by using a book, but now we've uh, evolved into this kind of using devotional. So people don't even have to pay to do this, it's just designed to get us to thinking about going to work and establishing relationships with the people that we work with such that we might be able to serve them and point them to Jesus. You know, a lot of missionaries have had arguments with missionaries, overseas missionaries that say, your workplace isn't a mission field. And I say, really? I mean, this is the, the perspective is, uh, to me, a mission field is a place where you go where there are people who are lost and hopeless, people that don't know Jesus. Well, that describes every workplace that I've ever been in. There's always been people like that. But it's that mentality that you go with as well. And, and that's part of the paradigm shift of being able to say, I work for him. You have to be able to recognize that your workplace really is a mission field, a place of ministry, and that you're called to that no matter what your calling may be. 
whether you're an insurance agent, used car sales guy, a lineman, a, a manufacturer, whatever it may be. Mike, have you ever gone on a short-term missions trip overseas? Not overseas. I did some prison prison ministry back in when I first became a Christian, but I've never gone overseas on a mission trip. Was that the time when you stole that car and there was a felony and you had to serve time in prison? Or what <laughs> it was, was his that? own ministry? <laughs> <Is there> own? <laughs> You're no, terrible. they let me leave. They, <laughs> they let me leave. <laughs> Why do you think we spend so much time at church preparing to go overseas on a short-term mission trip, a one-week trip, and almost zero time preparing for our workplace mission field. What's what do you think is the disconnect there? I, you know, I the need is great overseas. I, I don't want to make light of that need. Of course not. I don't we don't want to make light of the people who are called to do that service. But I think what we've done is we focused on the exception instead of the rule, and we tend to do that. I mean, if you look, what's on TV? It's the exception. It's not the rule. What do we talk about? What's on the news? It's always the exceptions and not the rule. Sending people to foreign countries so they can invest in people who don't speak the same language and who don't have the same advantages that we have, that's the exception. That's what we've been called to do. That's exceptional. However, day in and day out, the person that I work next to, they may even be a believer. But I can still minister to them by helping them. We, In Follower of One, we define ministry as helping people move one notch closer to Jesus. Then I don't even have to discriminate against the people that I work with who are believers or not believers. Whoever Jesus brings across my path is someone I can help move closer to him. You bring up a, such a good point. And, and this week on all of our Power Thoughts, which are heard across the country, and people can subscribe on, to our Power Thoughts on Apple Podcasts or wherever, each one of those power thoughts talks about that um, preparing for going on our missions, our, our marketplace missions trip, excuse me, mission trip. I keep putting the S on there. Martha thinks that's terrible. But what's, what's amazing is that, you know, when we go overseas, we don't know the culture. We don't know the language. We really don't. We don't know the food. But when we go to work, we know the language. We know all the acronyms. We know the people. We know the language. And it, th- that part is already behind us. All we have to do is let our faith live out vibrantly in us and with intentionality. And that's really what the missions trip is all about, is helping prepare us. And we're going to go into more detail in a minute. Martha, you want to? Well, you use a really um, pivotal and important word, and that is preparing us. And there are so many things every day that we can do to prepare our hearts for the mission field that God has us in. And one of those ways is prayer. And I just want to highlight that we have at I Work For Him a prayer team. And that prayer team joins together to pray specifically for the work that I Work For Him is doing. But ultimately, that's for everyone because we are, we are an audio, we are a video um, impression that helps people to live out their faith and work every day. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to invite people right now to join that prayer team because it is an um, a foundational part of preparing every day for what we are doing as individuals and as an organization. So uh, listeners, you can just go to iworkforhim.com and find the prayer team and join it. And we would love for you to participate in that part of the preparation in our life. So Mike, let's, let's fast forward just a little bit to, to, to now and where God has you. What does it mean for someone to go on a marketplace mission trip? 
Well, it's a two-week commitment to be very intentional with your faith, asking Jesus to use you every day in the lives of the people that you work with. Realizing another difference to overseas mission trips is we have to maintain our relationships because we're coming back again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing this in a relationship context. It's not like we're flying in and we can do whatever and we're leaving in a week. We have to maintain our relationships. We have to still be valuable employees. And, um, and it's, it's these, we practice these five daily activities that we've come up with, five daily habits. And we learn about those in the first week. That's preparation for this. And then the second week is we put those actions into action. We put those, we make those things happen. And God shows up. He does all kinds of cool things in the lives of the people who have done this. So talk about it. how do we prepare our hearts, minds, souls, and strength for this two-week exercise, which we'd like to become second nature? Well, so we, we start with prayer, like Martha was talking about. Our five daily habits are pray, appreciate others, know what you believe, serve others, and speak for yourself. And each day of the first week is a devotional and a video that walks you through those five points. And we start praying for the people that we work with and start asking God to use us in their lives. And then what we see is things start happening. All right, those five things, pray, appreciate others. And I got the last one, speak for yourself. What were the the middle two? Know what you believe is the third one. The fourth one is serve others. And the fifth is speak for yourself. You know, so it it's really this training ground, you know, much like when you're training or preparing to go somewhere else to serve, it's that training ground of figuring out how to um, be ready every day for the mission mm-hmm. field. And that's why this resonates, everybody. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that we are passionate about where you go to work every day and that it matters. You know, we hear organizations that talk about business as mission. And truly, we are business as mission every day. We are going in as a carpenter. We are going in as a uh, accountant, whatever that job might be, and doing it as a, as a missionary for Jesus Christ. And so uh, we love that connection. And um, Mike, Mike, I would just love to hear, like, what is your favorite part about hosting a marketplace mission trip? Well, I love the stories that people tell. It's exciting when, especially when someone, when it starts to click for them. Because for many of us, this is a little awkward. I'm getting on a Zoom call with people I don't know, and I'm praying about my faith. And it's typically the Zoom checking calls are in the evenings, and it's uncomfortable. But when someone actually gets that they see God working in their workplace, or they see God changing them, they get excited. They jump on the next call, and they can't wait to tell people about it. And those kinds of things are fun because you get to see people who realize, oh, Jesus is involved in the people that I work with. He's involved in their lives, and he's using me, and it's exciting. Yeah, I want to make sure everybody knows, stay tuned, because in just a little bit, Martha and I can tell you how to get involved in a marketplace mission trip that we're going to do in conjunction with Follower One. 
I work for him, follow him. We do a lot of collaboration out there in the marketplace. We wanted to do a trip where we, we invite our audience to join us with Mike on a marketplace mission trip. Mike, what's the hardest part of preparing for a marketplace mission trip? What do you hear people say, this is hard? Uh, almost the most surprisingly difficult piece is the fact that our normal life just takes us out. It, we, the day in, day out of our busyness, our email, our pressures at work, our to-do list, it makes it really hard for us to be intentional about shoving more of our faith into what we do every day. It's like we've, we've found this level of faith activeness that we do and trying to increase that level is harder than most of us think because the environment that we work in is generally not very conducive to being a person of faith. But I think that's because people think they make it more complicated than what it really needs to be. I mean, we could be a people of faith doing whatever we do as an insurance agent where you sell cars because we just need to recognize that Jesus inside of us yeah. is changing who we are. And as Jesus followers, everything about us is changing. And everyone around us should be benefiting from our faith as we wrestle it out, whether they believe in Jesus or not. And I think we make it too complicated. We think, well, I've got to know the gospel, and I've got to have all the books of the Bible memorized, and I have to have lots of scripture memorized. No, you just need to be working out your faith and living it for real. And people can, they will learn from you. They will, they will glean it from you. And then you'll have opportunities when you notice that they're struggling to actually feed into them. I, I love that. Mike, when I was messing around on your website the other day, I noticed you have a free download on your website that maps all of this out. You, what was that download called again? It was like, it was like a six-week trip. or it had, it, No, it had the two weeks. It had the two weeks. Um, what, what, what can we get on your website just so we can see what this looks like? Well, I, uh, there might be a PDF on there where you That's can what get it was. an outline of the Marketplace Mission Trip, the two-week version. That's the six-week version of the Mission Trip is a new workbook that we started publishing just a few months ago. And so people can do this in an offline fashion over six weeks. It's a little more in-depth study of each of the daily habits. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Jim, you're exactly correct. The first prayer we talk about is here I am. It's like we talk about that being like punching in. Here I am, Jesus. What do you want me to do next? And after that, everything becomes Jesus's problem. And he puts us back to work, even if we've dropped the ball. And so that's the one of the ways that we battle this, the kind of this um, overwhelm that attracts or that draws to some people where they feel like they just can't do this or they're not equipped to do it in their workplace. You know, so let's compare that just for a minute to taking a short-term mission trip overseas, because a lot of people would say, this is just too hard. Why would I do it? Well, the whole thing is, is once you do it, once you make that commitment and you prepare and you practice it through the actual attending of it, your life is never the same. And then you see, wow, this is why people do it. This is why you have to have stick to because it might seem scary. Satan might distract us. But at the same time, we then see on the other side of it, I want to do this again. And I know you've said over the years that there have been multiple people that have participated in more than one mission trip for that very reason, because we are people that need accountability. We are people that need to learn things over and over again, and experiencing them in community 
is the most powerful way we can do that. And so that's why we at I Work For Him have decided to host a trip and to do it with our community and anyone else who wants to join us, but to do it together to have that synergy of, okay, I'm going to work alone. I'm not going with all of you to work tomorrow, but I know you're in agreement with me about what we're doing today, that we're going to work intentionally for Jesus in all that we do. So you can tell I'm a little excited, but I love seeing that a little. that analogy, that okay. parallel. So, um, you know, so, tell us more, Jim. Well, I think what's exciting is that November 5th, we're going to go on a joint marketplace between I work for him and follow one. We're going to join forces and we'll probably even share between what Mike teaches on a marketplace missions trip and the I work for him nation. And you'll see how God brought both of those together in a synergistic fashion mm-hmm. when we didn't even know each other. But we need you to go out to marketplacemissiontrip.com, marketplacemissiontrip.com and sign up for the November 5th trip. The automation will kick in from then. And that's the week we will start off with preparing our hearts. And then the week of November 12th, we will actually go on our trip. But we'll spend a couple of weeks getting to know each other. This is a chance for all of you out there listening to get to know Jim and Martha and Mike Henry too, because he's really the star of the show because God's led him down this road. But we thought it'd be fun to kind of walk with all of you listening on a trip as we intentionally prepare for our faith to live out vibrantly in us as we go about our work. MarketplaceMissionTrip.com. Sign up for the November 5th trip. So, Mike, you have over the last several years had hundreds, if not thousands of people that have gone on a Follower One Marketplace mission trip. So who do you have with us today that's going to share a little bit about their experience? Well, we have Jane Dorman from White Oak Christian Church, and she's also with the, oh, I can't remember the name. The name of the ministry, the Boldly Conference. Polish Network. Polish Network. Yeah. Polish Network. Thank you. I drew a blank. I'm I had one line and I blew it. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jane, how are you? I'm doing great, Mike. You're doing awesome. <laughs> we, we, we gotta help them out. Polishnetwork.com. Oh man, no. it's polishnetwork.org. Polishnetwork.org. Yes. We're both mm-hmm. in the doghouse, Mike. Wait, thanks for helping me out on that one. Jane, we're so, we're so grateful to have you here. And we do love Polished and they're up and their boldly conference. And we love Follower of One. And even if we screwed up all the websites, it's okay. Polishnetwork.org. <laughs> It'll all be in the show notes. That's so right. just take That's that right. burden off of you and everybody can look at it in the show notes. All right, Jane, what attracts yes. you to go on a marketplace mission trip? Well, I got to say, uh, about a year ago is when Mike and I first met at the AWOP XL Summit here in Cincinnati. Uh, I was work my on purpose with Chuck Proudfit. That's right, at work on purpose. And uh, it was my first event ever to attend with them. And uh, I was sitting there in the audience and Mike was on stage talking about this idea of a virtual mission trip. And my ears perked up and I was really excited because Mike was speaking my language. I totally get this idea of I'm on mission every day, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in my house, whether it's down the street at Target, you know, going shopping, I'm on mission every single day. And I loved the heart behind it because it felt like, oh my goodness, somebody else gets it. <laughs> so I, uh, we met at the At Work On Purpose Summit. We met on Zoom like a week later, and we talked about like, okay, tell me more. I really want to try this. And he invited me to sign up for the next mission trip, which was like a month later. And so like 
the rest was history. I was super excited to participate. So what did you experience in that preparation time that you could kind of give us a little peek behind the curtain? Sure. Um, I will say my experience with the preparation for it, um, you know, looking on paper, uh, when you look at what is required of you to participate or, you know, how to do it, I was a little intimidated because I'm like, oh, goodness, this feels like a lot, you know, like I have a devotion to do every single day. And then the next week I have a phone call or Zoom call um, every single night with it. Can I do that? And I just felt the Holy Spirit uh, really stirring within me to say, you know, I've I've made this connection with you and Mike for a reason, and I want you to be obedient with stewarding your time with this. And you know what? Um, really just setting up your account and seeing the follower of one um, community online and connecting, starting to connect with people I'd never met before. It was like this like whole new world online. And uh, just realizing that you're not alone in this. And when you actually choose to show up and you like put it in your planner, like this is the time I'm going to show up, do the devotional, which took like less than five minutes to do. And then um, that really set the tone for every single day um, going into it of creating this heightened awareness of who was in my circle or spheres of influence. Who am I in contact with on a regular basis that maybe I don't even notice on the regular, you know? Um, and God was like, I made them and you're on mission uh, to love them like I love you. So it was, um, it was a really cool experience and it really just opened up this world to connect with other people that I would never connect with on a regular basis. So what was the biggest surprise for you when you went on the trip? Who was the biggest surprise? The person that was in your regular schedule that you never really noticed before or uh, that may be harsh but somebody like lord goes see it's one of this one of the people i was talking to you about i mean who was it well i gotta tell you when the first mission trip i went on um it was like in september so it was around like school had been starting and you know, school life has just been crazy since COVID. Okay. And so they decided our church or not our church, our school staff decided to do a different format of drop off and pickup line. I don't know if you've ever experienced a drop off or school pickup line, but it is terrible. Sometimes you're just sitting there for like an hour, bring a snack, you know, hang out. <laughs> um, but they, they tried to I implement just listening to the I work for him podcast while there you're there you go. That might <laughs> That's be better. right. I'm the follower Put of one in. podcast. That would be it. <laughs> go out to Apple Podcasts and get subscribed to both of them. So you've got something to listen to in the school pickup line. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Um, oh, wait, wait, how about the polished podcast? Because you're gonna be in charge of the polished podcast. So, okay, there yes. we go. Free yes, we got it all covered. I love that. Yes, podcasts are essential in the school pickup line. Um, you, so I was sitting there and it was very, tensions were really high. Uh, things were not going well the first couple of weeks. And especially in the preparation week, it was awful. Parents were getting out of their cars and yelling at the staff. And it was just really not great. Like I'm sitting there in my car, like, you know, I'm frustrated, but come on. And I felt God say on one of the days, I want you to encourage one of the staff members when you get out of your car. And I was like, uh, okay, that feels kind of weird, but I'll do it. And so when it came to be my time to get out of my car to greet my kids, the assistant principal was there and we were making small talk. And I just remember turning to her and I said, you know, I know things have been really crazy the last like week and a half here, but I just want you to know, I really appreciate how you care for our kids and how you are just trying. You know, I know this is hard, but um, I just want you to know that I see you. 
And I think you're doing a great job. So keep up, keep up the good work. And it was just like the look on her face was like, oh my gosh, like someone was that recognition, that appreciating others piece that I think really, if you're not intentional about it, can get overlooked so easily. Mm-hmm. For sure. Wow. How amazing that you've, this is the key here. You were being encouraged to follow through on those prompts, right? And to see yes. the opportunity that the Holy Spirit was giving you, and you were obedient to that. Okay. So you took the trip, you came back, and you then took some people from your church on a trip. Yes. Why would you do that? Why would I do that? Well, I, <laughs> I serve on the teaching team at our church, and that is, God has put me in a really unique situation where I am in the room with the, the leaders of our church who make decisions. And every year, we gather for a retreat, and we determine the sermon series for the next year. And during that time, we like to have equipping pieces for our people along with the themes that we're going to navigate. And our lead pastor shared his heart that he really wanted people to be observant and appreciating others. We, we use this term, one another, other people. And um, how can we do that? And I said, guys, I just did this really cool experience, you know, marketplace mission trip. I was really cool. It was virtual and it's accessible. It makes it accessible to everybody, you know, because we really wanted to do the traditional mission trip, but those were limited in numbers for who could go. And, you know, uh, there's all sorts of obstacles that people can navigate to go on a traditional mission trip. But then I said, but this would be a really cool tool for us to use for our people. And so Nathan fell in love with the idea and said, let's get Mike on a call. And like the rest is history. We, we just completed like a couple weeks ago, our mission trip. So, all right. So I want to know what, as you, t- how many people from your church went on the marketplace mission trip with you? We had about nine people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was the one thing that you saw God do during that trip that just kind of blew your mind? Yes, you have to choose one. Yes, I know. I'm like, one. Um, the, you know, at the top of mind, the first thing that comes to mind, and I was like, yes, praise God, was these people. Like, and I was friends with most of them that that registered, and some were new to me, but these people who are leaders in our church realized for the first time, wow, my actions matter. Like, my, the, how I act and love towards others matter. And I don't have to get on a soapbox in the middle of my workplace and have an altar call. It's, it's no, how can I, one guy said, I wanted to flip the script because we had clients in town that usually treat us, you know, and, and, and celebrate us and, and appreciate us. And I'm going to flip the script and I'm going to appreciate them, you know, and, and mm. like just that intentionality and making time for people. And, and we had um, a woman who was a waitress at a local restaurant and she shared how um, she was really, she recognized that some of the stressful parts of her day when like the lunch rush came in, she was very mindful on how she approached people. And she, you know, was very intentional with how she interacted with her coworkers. And she just saw God building connections in that way, because her actions were speaking so much louder than her words could. So, mm. so beautiful and so exciting to hear a group of people that you're intimately involved with or mm-hmm. connected to through your church that now you know on a whole different level and even the the ability to help each other stay accountable to that mission. You know, it's kind of like 
I've been to the Dominican with a bunch of women. And like every time you see those women, you know, it's like, that's my connection point with them. The same is true of the Marketplace mission trip. And Jim mm-hmm. and I are very excited to go on another one and actually participate with the I Work For Him community with one for that very reason, because we were blown away by the relationships, Jim, that we built during those evening Zoom calls, following up, hearing the testimony, hearing what God was doing, taking our ordinary days and making them extraordinary um, for the kingdom. Ooh, and that's line. Thanks. You could risk it okay. or exit or whatever you do. I don't know that. Exit. But, um, you know, I just, I think that that's why we get so excited because we do learn from hearing other people's experiences and our mm-hmm. actions do speak loudly for the gospel. So thanks for sharing that. And so, thank you for um, taking that question. step of faith and inviting your church along on the journey. I got Go one ahead, more question Jim. for you. I mean, I just wasn't waiting for Martha to get done. All right. So you've gone, you've taken the 10 of you now have gone from your church on a marketplace mission trip. Do you have another one planned? Or, I mean, what's, did, did the pastor get to go? I mean, what, what's next? What's next? Well, I'm glad you asked. We actually just had um, our sermon series retreat for 2024. And one of the sermon series is very evangelism focused. And I said, guys, we were in the middle of the marketplace mission trip during this time. I said, you guys, everything we are talking about that we want our people to do, we're doing it. Like we are doing it in this mission trip. And, and, and so what's next is, you know, I don't think, I think I told Mike this, but in September, I believe this particular sermon series is happening. And we are going to be using that sermon series as a catalyst to say, sign up. At the end of September, we're going to be doing another mission trip, you know, and and we have collected all the testimonies from every single person that went on this last one. And I got to tell you, these people are excited to do it again, and they want to bring more people with them. So I'm really excited. Mike, it's got to be fun to hear that. I mean, you're sitting there nodding your head and smiling. And I, I just, I know that this has been a journey, but one of your dreams is to have marketplace mission trips in churches around the country. Because this is for the everyday worker. This is for the rank and file people who don't see their workplace as a mission field, but to help them understand it and help shift that paradigm so that, that as believers, their faith can just vibrantly live out within them. So Mike, it's, it's so much fun. And we're so excited to be partnering with you on our trip coming up on November 5th. What can, where can people go to get signed up, Mike, for our trip coming up in November 5th? Market, MarketplaceMissionTrip.com. It actually says request an invitation and you'll get an email with a link that will take you right into our online community and into the special space that we have just for the mission trip. So you can get familiar with the resources and everything and get ready to go. MarketplaceMissionTrip.com. And we will have that link in our show notes as well. And, you know, you said another one of our favorite words, Mike, and that is resources. We love providing resources to our listeners. And this mission trip coming up is just one of those many examples. So listeners, if you are not yet connected to us in order to stay connected to the many different resources that we provide through I Work For Him, remember to find us on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, X. I feel that's so, I'm not used to that yet. So YouTube, Spotify, and we're now even on Rumble. So if you've been listening, you may not realize that we are on video format as well. So you're missing a lot of facial expressions, especially from Mike during our conversations. You might want to go back and watch the video version, but just look for us on I Work For Him and we'll have all those links in the show notes as well. 
Mike Henry with followerof1.org and marketplacemissiontrip.com. Thanks for being on I Work for him today. Thank you. And Jane Dorman with Polished, polishednetwork.org. Thanks for being with us today. Sharing your story, sharing how really how your organization, how your own life and how your organization has been impacted uh, and how your church has been impacted. Thanks, Jane, for being here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. him. We have an app for that? What? An app for cybersecurity for all your devices? Are you a business owner concerned about cybersecurity? SaferNet VPN offers the perfect solution. Protect your company and family with a single app. With our cloud-connected cybersecurity platform, enjoy VPN, internet controls, and virus protection. Stay safe online with SaferNet VPN today. Get secured now. Sign up at SaferNet.com. That's SaferNet.com. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field. But for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online at iworkforhim.com. I work, the number four, him.com. <laughs>